Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hello, everybody. Dr. Carol Francis coming from you today in the middle of April 2012. For those of you that are listening to archived version, it is about Brazo. I've had so many different requests of listeners associated to the Brazo gazing experience, and they're listening to uh, the chopped up, not the chopped up, but the uh, long range, unedited version of all the interviews that I did that went over three hours at the recent Brazo Gazing in Los Angeles area, March 2012. I've had so many requests to really hear those interviews and clip them together. I'm going to give you a few or some of those interviews each, each some tonight and hopefully a whole lot more as we keep going along. Now, what exactly is Brazo? Brazo is a gazer from Croatia, and he comes uh, from a mentor who was a healer a psychic and so forth and so on. I don't know if you believe in things like that. Obviously, if you've come to the Brazo Healing Gaze uh, site here associated to this interview, you have um, some interest in trying to figure out what this is all about. So Brazo stands, gazes throughout the audience, trying to make some eye contact with each member, and each member gazes back. And through that experience, which doesn't really last a long time, to seven to ten minutes, people have experienced healings relative to pictures that they've taken with them to the gazing of relatives have experienced healing. It's, it's an interesting phenomenon. I don't know exactly what to make of it, but I'm here to research it and to bring it to you. These people are enthusiastic, heartfelt, sincere. It was really quite a treat being able to interview them. So now I'm going to pay, play for you some of those interviews and record, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Everybody, this is Jane Sibbett. Well, yeah, I'm, I, hello, I'm Jane Sibbett. Um, I'm one of the one of the producers of the Brazo America events and Brazo TV live streaming. What is your story about the authenticity of this, your experience? Because you are so invested in the the, the the sharing of this. But what what do you what brings you to such confidence that this is truly a path of healing? I personally, just in shooting the documentaries, three now documentaries, um, I have seen countless, countless um, stories of people talking about everything from being able to walk or to see or to hear, relationships repairing that they thought were way beyond repair, physical healing in my, myself and in my family as well. What would you say about yourself? Well, I had a severe 
allergies. Um, the first year that we moved to Hawaii, there was over 200 inches of rain on our farm. And I'd come from dry Southern California, so it was a shock to my system, and I could hardly breathe. I was coughing so bad I was throwing my back out. So when I was shooting the beginning of the Days of Light in Hawaii, before Bratsa was even on the island, when Angelica Whitecliffe was just doing Skype gazing sessions to get people introduced to Bratsa, I was having to drink gallons and gallons of water while I was shooting so I wouldn't cough during the takes. And, um, but I was holding the intention for my family to feel ease and grace. My dad had gone into a hospice. And, but within two weeks, my dad was uh, you know, feeling better. And then within a month, he was out of hospice. Amazing. My stepfather, who couldn't walk anymore, who had taken to bed because he was bone on bone, he should have had hip, a double hip replacement surgery years before. Mm-hmm. He was in so much pain, he had gone to bed. He was, could no longer use his, his cane, his walker, or his wheelchair. He was just in pain. And within a month, he was walking. Mm-hmm. And he was very skeptical, too. And he said when he came to, um, to meet Brasso, since he's my family, he got to meet Brasso, and he said, I, I don't believe in God, but I believe in you. And so this was a very skeptical person who wanted nothing to do with any gazing sessions, but I held him in my heart while I was shooting. And that he said that was the only difference in his protocol. Any, any difference, there was nothing. He had no different meds, no physical therapy. He just knew that I was holding his highest and best good in my heart while I was shooting. So th- those things I've seen. And then the day that Bratso arrived on the island, so it was about two and a half months into it, um, I realized that I hadn't coughed in the day. And then a couple of days later, I realized I hadn't been coughing and my nose wasn't running in a few days. And then about a week into it, my husband said, Did you, have you realized you're not coughing anymore? And I said, shh, don't, I don't talk about it. I don't want to jinx it. <laughs> you know, I was definitely worried that it wasn't going to stick. And, you know, and so here it is a couple of years later, and I'm doing great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't rain 200 inches right now, but um, I'm doing great. Well, Jane, I'm going to let you get back to getting the, the room ready for the next go, and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's Jane. And she, in my mind, is really behind the process of creating such a healing environment. Uh, she radiates the, the joy and the presence and the belief and this experience of it. And I want to tell you a little bit about Bratso in terms of the information that is offered by Angel. Lika Whitecliffe in her book 21 Days with Brazzo and just a quote from some of her experiences in there it says Brazzo did not have the power the power had him that's from her book on page 83 this is a vital point for me to grasp in order to understand the nature of this energy she continues and the gift of Brazzo the power had all the control nor the way not the other way around and Brazzo's first dedication to life was to the source energy and he had made the pledge that as long as people came, he would help them. Brazzo gave himself fully to the energy and to the other people, including the family and best friends. He gave equally to the same. In another location, um, she also says if he did, he would not be able to bring forth the energy in his gazing. Inherently, he recognized that the problem of civilization was that there, were too, there was too much information and it was extinguishing people's feelings. In other words, with all the data going on, we wonder why Brazo doesn't do interviews or write books that give out a lot of dogma or explain a lot of what's going on, but there seems to be just an ongoing representation of his work, that he would rather the experiences of the people that are being healed speak for the 
process that Rosso is going through. So the people are lining up again, and I'm going to go and see if there's anyone that would be interested in sharing their story. Hi, I'm Dr. Carol Francis, and we have a radio show going on. We're wanting to interview people that have had an experience with Brazzo. Have you been in there yet? And is anyone that would like to share their experience of what's going on? What happened? <laughs> you know, it can be it can be all the way from neutral to nothing to frustration to amazement. We really are trying to just get honest responses because we think that the honest responses are going to be helpful. Oh, can you come on over to the table? Yay! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we're about to meet someone here. Have a seat right there, and I'm just going to hold the microphone there to you. So let me know what your name is. You don't have to give us a full name. It depends if you want people to know who you are. Okay, I'm Cindy. Hi, Cindy. So can you tell us what, uh, what you just experienced and what your personal process was? And I see you have the sensei there with this beautiful... Well, I've gazed with him a lot of times, and it's different each time. But this time, it's just such a joy when he comes out on the stage, and I just feel like, wow. <laughs> and it's just a warm, heart-opening experience, and I find myself smiling and tears coming up at the same time because it's just such a sweetness coming from him and his face and his energy. And So I've brought many people here um, yeah, because I first saw him a year ago, and my life shifted dramatically. After. Can you tell us some of the details of that? Sure. I mean, you know, sometimes healing happens in ways we might not think are healing. But I had an aunt who was very, very ill. She uh, had breast cancer, and she was in hospice, and um, none of us could figure out why she was sticking around because she was depressed, and she really wasn't interested in life for quite a while. And so I took her picture, and I saw Brazzo look at her picture, and I knew that he had her. You know, I just saw a light in his eye or something. And I got a phone call a little while later saying that she wasn't going to make it. She was leaving. And, she, and, and the day before, she was perfectly fine. But I knew that um, his gaze helped her let go of whatever fear or whatever attachment she had to being here, and she was able to let go and move on really quickly after that. And, so that was just one of the amazing experiences. But definitely a comfort for you. you. You know, I I I was able to be there with a few more gazes, knowing she was leaving and holding her energy, and it was really, really sweet, really sweet. So I feel like, you know, I just was a conduit to help her. Now you're um, all a glow. Are you always just glowing? <laughs> I'm probably a lot more glowy than being Rosso. <laughs> But, yeah, that was one experience, and he's helped me. My health has shifted from seeing him, and I got a wonderful job right after seeing him. So. Talk about the health, because that's a lot of people who are listening, I do a lot of research on healers and healing phenomenon. A lot of the listeners tune into my radio show because they are interested in healing. So can you address that? Um, well, I don't know how it works. Um, I just know that um, when I came to see him, I didn't. The first time I saw him was in San Diego, and I was pretty sick. I had been sick on and off for months, and I didn't even know if I was going to be able to drive down to see him. And um, I did make it down, and after three gazing sessions, my energy was back. I was feeling incredible, and that was quickly. 
Um, the initial issue I went for, though, I'm still having issues with a year later. So <laughs> you never know how, it's, how the energy is going to work or how it's going to work for you in particular. Does that ever make you feel skeptical or wonder if this um, is valid or not? You know, because so many other things have happened, you know, so I, I don't doubt it. It's just like, okay, my process is different on this thing, you know. It's, it's not releasing as quickly as I'd like it to. So the proof of what Brazo has to offer to you is not in that you have perfection. Or no, no, why not? I have perfection, but um, no, I mean, I, I can see the shifts, and sometimes they're subtle. Sometimes I look back and go, oh, you know, something's happened over these last two months that I didn't notice right away, and um, something lifted, something's shifted, and so, and I've seen that with friends of mine too when they've come. And, and they, and any stories of theirs? Uh, well, I have one girlfriend, and she wanted to gaze for a relationship. And the thing I noticed about her is a couple months later she said to me, you know, I'm okay being alone. I don't need a relationship. And she'd never spoken like that. She always felt like less than because she wasn't in a relationship, and that totally lifted from her. And I'm like, well, <laughs> that's a huge healing right there and then, you know. So we don't know exactly how it's going to happen, but... Um, Walking in the comfort of your own peaceful app. That's eased for some people. And then your career, what was that? What was the shift there? Uh, well, I was pretty stuck. I was um, an outside consultant, and I felt pretty stuck. I didn't like working by myself anymore, and I didn't know where what I was going to do. But um, about a month after I went to Vegas to gaze with Brasso for a weekend, I got a phone call from a major company that said, we have a VP position you think you'd be perfect for. Would you be interested? And I said, well, sure, I'll come in and talk to you about it. And I took the job, and I've been loving it. So, Out of the blue? Out of the blue. Yeah, pretty much. Um, one person was moved out of that position and to another position, and I was like the perfect person for it, so I got it. <laughs> That's fantastic. So you have been to San Diego, Las Vegas, and now you're today in Woodland Hills, California. Other places as well? Phoenix and San Francisco. This is this is a real path for you then to you know, take this like experience. A, I feel like it's such a blessing to be able to you know have access to this kind of energy that I do take advantage of it when I can. So my experience of the energy is different each time I've I've gazed you know and you marinate and such. So today, just for example, I just felt this nice warmth that came in certain regions that. Uh, is a different type of warmth than just when you're cozy or when you're in front of a fire. So, so I'm saying all this to kind of ignite your own experience of what your sensation or your resonance with the energy is. How would you describe it? You know, it's different at different times. I know yesterday when I was live streaming, I felt this warmth all over my back. And um, other times I've actually felt sick. So, <laughs> you know, it doesn't necessarily always. What type of sickness? Um, chest pain. You know, I've had a weird aches and pains come up during the gazing, um, and uh, a little lightheaded, that kind of thing. Fascinating process. Well, thank you, Cindy, for sharing your story. Thank you very much. And see if there's anybody else I can go. Anybody else want to tell a story? You want to tell a story? My name is Christine Rungay. How did you become part of the Bratso uh, experience, and what's the, the, the process for you? Um, I heard about this healer that had come into town for the first time uh, a couple of years ago, and so I just went to get the experience and get an idea of what it was about, and I felt the energy right away. It just felt like it opened my heart, and I felt so much peace and so much joy. So then I volunteered my services, and the second time he came to the Beverly Garland, then I became part of 
from the experience. And I, I don't see, we, you know, have bells and whistles, but what I have is just a changing of perception. It's a deeper understanding at a different level and a lot of peace, a lot of awareness. I can feel the energy flowing in my life. Things happen spontaneously. Um, blessed thing that just happened spontaneously. I woke up one morning and I had no desire for sugar. And that's a big one for me because I like sweets. Sweet had a sweet juice and it's been two and a half months and nothing. I have no desire, no interest in it at all. And so I've lost weight just naturally. So um, I haven't even been on, but I put my pants on this morning. <laughs> they fell down. <laughs> so wow. I to get the next size because I haven't got on the scale. But I just take it, you know, as, as, as when I wake up and see what the next thing will unfold. And I've been here to watch all the experiences from Michelle to Chris that are on the DVDs. And I saw them how they came in and what shape they were in. And I saw them when they left. It is so, so expiring and invigorating and empowering just to watch what happens for everybody. Because we're all the same and it happens for us at the right time. Can you tell some of those stories when you watch them come in? Can you tell those two stories? I remember when Michelle came in, and she was really frail and real um, fragile, and they brought her in a wheelchair, and we kept her inside the room, and she stayed in the room for three whole days and brought us here for three days. And after the third time, she says, I have hope. She says, I have hope. And we just kept her in the room the whole time, would take care of whatever she needed to, and then that same day, she says, I know I got my healing. I always knew it would be a spiritual healing. And so she sat there the rest of the time, very quiet, and went home. And then we heard that she got, you know, an x-ray and that the, her tumor had um, shrunk to the size of a pea. As opposed to what? To the size of a golf ball. And she'd had 36 surgeries. And John Donnelly, her friend that brought her here, we saw, I've seen him again and again. He said, she is doing so wonderful. She is doing so well. And then Chris was this um, gentleman that had a lot of um, health problems and was um, forgot his wheelchair, forgot his walker, and it literally took him 20 minutes to walk to the front of the room um, when we first let him in. And we watched him walk. He was struggling. He was having a hard time breathing. And he sat there one session only, and he came with his wife. And after that one session... He got up, marched out of the room, marched up the flight of stairs, and we were just like dumbfounded. I watched this. His wife goes, he's passed me. He's never, ever done that. He hasn't done that in 15 years. And he said, all I need is one session. That was it. I got what I needed. And it, it was truly amazing. You've seen you know? him since? No, I haven't seen him since. What an interesting story. So we're going to come and meet you again in the future when we find out about your sugar and your weight and... <laughs> And how fast you're cooking. Thank you so much for sharing your stories. Yes. Your first name is? Tina. Tina. And what has been your experience with Brazo so far? Well, last year I, w I had a phone call from my brother in Holland uh, who uh, his girlfriend and him had a child, who was my nephew. And during an, um, an awful accident with a ship, I'm born and raised on a ship in Europe, a cargo ship. And uh, the, the ship had flipped over 180 degrees, and he lost his only child in that accident. Mm -hmm. That was nine years ago. The mom got really sick afterwards and got very, very depressed. Now, last year, 
they, they went separate. Wa separated. Uh, they could not stay longer together. Or every, him and her went their own ways. But they stayed friends. My brother called me and said, "You know that Madi, that's her name, is very, very sick and she's in hospital. And uh, I want you to come over." Now this was in Holland, and I live in the United States. So I went to to Holland because she's dying. I could not believe what I was heard. All the time they thought it was depression, but it happened to be her heart was working only with 12 to 15 percent capacity. When I came there, they had given up on her already. She was only 46. She was in an, um, she was by this time in a kind of a hospice, hospice-like uh, uh, yeah arrangement, and um, her feet were already dying off because her blood was not pumping around no more, and she had blood clots everywhere. The cardiologist said he only had two, in his whole career, only seen two patients with so many, one was her, with so many blood clots. She needed a new liver, new lungs, and a new, um, new uh, liver, lungs, and heart to survive. And, but that was not gonna, likely not going to happen, so they gave up on her. And I went over there because I don't do funerals. I went over there and, and I wanted to say thank you so much for being in my life, and I did. And um, when I left, I took from her house two little dolls, but were, but were the little on her computer arrangements. She had two like those antique-looking dolls as a memory to her, and I took it along. And then there was, Bratzo was here in Los Angeles. When I came in Los Angeles... Had you seen or heard of Bratzo before? Yeah, it was one time before, but I just was trucking along with my girlfriend who liked to see Bratzo, and I thought, oh, you know what, I'm just taking these two little dolls along, and I'm standing here in the, uh, in the audience with my two little dolls, and uh, I got a very good gaze from Bratzo, and I'm like, hey, help Matty, please, you know, she's in Holland, very sick. And a month later, I got a phone call from my brother because I, I didn't call, you know, just give time to die, what, you know, what was natural thing to do, you know, <laughs> what has, so, and I got a phone call from my brother, she thinks she's going to get out of here, I said, what do you mean she thinks she's going to get out of here, well, she feels better, and pretty soon she was in a wheelchair, and her cardiologist said, a miracle must have happened, your blood clots are gone, and now she is, um, her, f they had to, cut off her feet because they were already dead, you know, dying, and part of her feet, and now she's walking again, so she's back home. So, yes, that's my experience. How is she walking? She's walking with special shoes. They made special shoes with, uh, with um, orthopedic specialty shoes, and she's slowly s recovering and walking again, and no more blood clots. Does she know that that's linked potentially to your doll bringing to the Brasso Gate, or no? I have told her that later. Um, her reaction? She was very happy and thanked me for it, you know. And um, But I don't know if she you really, really believes, you know, but um, I am for sure, you know what I mean? I am very happy and grateful that that, that that has happened. I was just telling my neighbor that, you know. Hello, neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> my neighbor here in the line, yes. It's... It's fantastic that it has happened. That is an amazing story. And for yourself, anything personally that you've noticed or just certain sort of experiences or energy? 
I'm generally here to ask for 150 other people, you know, and it's I feel very filthy, uh, filthy and anxious, you know, if I have to ask something for myself and can hardly concentrate on it. So, did today I'll I'm ask for you. Yeah, today, I, uh, thank you. <laughs> today I'm trying to ask for myself, nice. but I feel like anxious and kil- more guilty to do that. Yeah, so, but I'm going to try to do my best. Oh, we today. are behind you. <laughs> Today is me day. <laughs> yes, beautiful, wonderful. Is there anything you'd like to say, neighbor, or is this your first experience here? Okay. So when you hear, when you've heard the stories from your neighbor, what what was your reaction? I started crying. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm very skeptical. So. You haven't even you've never gone in there and done it. Okay, so then after you have the experience, come get me over there at the radio table, will you please? Okay, thank you very much. Appreciate that story. That's amazing. So my name is Dr. Carol Francis. I do a lot of research on healers and, and the healing process. And Ratso has been a part of my wonderment about the healing. So why, what's your first name and what brings you here? Uh, well, my name is Dave Rosen, and I'm actually working as part of the live stream dream team that yes. Jane put together. Yes, com. Please check it out. Yeah. Oh and so we're doing the live stream today and getting getting this out to um, the people that would like to view Brazo but couldn't otherwise be here in person. So why are, what, what brought you into the, the cluster of this? Is it just because you were part of that experienced capacity? Or? Well, it actually happened a few years ago, and not knowing much, I've learned so much along this journey, and what happened was I have a company that does live streaming and does rentals and does... And some people got some equipment from me, and I could see that maybe there was going to be some challenges. And I said to my um, head technician, I said, do you want to go to Hawaii and help some people? Because they, they didn't know they, were, they needed it yet. But, you know, so without a budget, we just hopped on a plane and flew to Hawaii. And I kind of met everybody the next day or that later. Maybe, yeah, I guess it was the next day we met everyone. And we had a chance to help out wherever we could, and I ended up, my one-day trip became a seven-day trip. And I went from just helping with one thing to running camera when needed and doing uh, website construction and helping in just many ways to get this going the way it is, which has been a pretty amazing journey. Well, I understand that you would want to do it just because you're dedicated to your profession and wanting to help people out, but... I get the impression it was a lot more powerful than that, that there was something shifted inside of you related to the Brazo energy, or, or as they call it. Well, I would say I've never done anything like that before, quite like that, and something, you know, whatever that was, put me on a plane. And uh, the rest was, in in the world of Brazo, it's the people you meet. It's not, I mean, Brazo's amazing, and everything I've seen is is incredible, the testimonials. We talk to a lot of people. I mean, part of what I do is I talk to people and I film people, and hearing that amount of testimonials talking about what has happened and what has come from simply coming to a gaze live or coming to a gaze online. Um, and is there a story right now as you're thinking that they just kind of like spun you for, a, like, this is unbelievable? Well, to be honest, there's so many big stories, but these are stories from people that I'm meeting for the first time. The simpler stories, the stories of my crew that I've brought out. I brought. Uh, we were in San Diego, and we hired um, a friend of mine. And I gotta say, on the drive down, a skeptic. 
uh, even the morning of a skeptic, but she probably shouldn't have been working with us that day. Her sciatica was acting up. She had a hard time lifting the camera. She wasn't really in shape to be working. And as she walks in as a skeptic, the day goes on, and she bends over to pick up a cable and realizes her back's fine. Everything is fine. Everything has moved on. And at this point, she's like, this has never happened to me before. When this, you know, She's had this problem before, and it stays. It doesn't just clear up in a minute. Now, this is a friend of mine who walked in with a skeptical attitude, not expecting anything other than, you know, she's going to run camera for the day. But she walked out, um, you know, healed at that moment, feeling good. Have you talked to her since? Oh, yeah, we still, of course, of course, yeah. yeah she's uh, she's working in New York now on other projects, but uh, we, you uh, she she'd come back. And her sciatica gone. Uh, well, I haven't talked to her about that. I should. Yeah. I should. Fi- I okay. should do a follow-up. Get back to me then when you do. Yeah. <laughs> we've we've had um, one other thing, and this was on the very first trip. I brought my the tech I brought with me, Lars. Um, we went uh, tried to. We didn't know much about Hawaii. I've been there a couple of times, but didn't realize there's sea urchins everywhere. And he stepped on a sea urchin. We went tried to go snorkeling after sunset, and I don't know. And <laughs> he stepped on a sea urchin. And he's limping around all morning, all morning. And I'm getting worried. I, without him, I'm in trouble. We need we need him to be healthy. And um, a few hours later, he he wasn't limping anymore. And I said, Lars, did you pull the sea urchin? Because he hadn't pulled the singers yet. We were still too busy for that. And he goes, No, it just stopped hurting. Wow, that is pretty dramatic with that poison, that toxicity coming into the system. That could have really harmed him. So yeah, it's a, you know it was was one of those things where it just after that. You know, a few hours later, it became a non-issue. It was fine. How about for you? I mean, I know you must be very touched by these people that are firsthand acquaintances of yours are knowledgeable to you. But how about for you? What have you noticed when you're in there filming or watching the gazing? Well, the biggest challenge is for as many times, I mean, I've been to 200-plus gazes mm. because that's what I, you know. But my job is, you know. Does it distract you? It's I'm focused on, you know other stuff at that moment and I have to be because if I'm if I, if I, you know if I'm not on top of my game professionally I can't bring this amazing image of Brazzo through the internet connecting with people at home because it you know I'll miss something so I haven't had as many live experiences as others but what I've had is I certainly, what I focus on, what intent I bring into the room, what I feel as I walk into the room, when I get home from these, my life changes in just amazing ways. And you know, describe them, or they feel kind of difficult or ethereal to, like it's not like it's not concrete like a healing, but nonetheless impactful. Well, mine's more of a, um, you know, I, of course I bring pictures of kids. Of course, right. you know I bring you know pictures of life, and everything's wonderful on the home front on that level. Right. Um, but really, it's you know then I then I go to you know we're expanding our company, we're 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 meeting new people, and the kind of jobs we got. We came home from one Brazo event, and the phone just always seems to blow up afterwards, and people don't even know how they heard of us, but they're calling us, and we we landed, we got home from. I think it was the San Diego, uh, Portland. It, they kind of, you know, I, I have a hard time keeping the cities apart. But we got home from uh, one of the gazing. We got a call to do the Emmy Awards, the Academy Awards, the uh, People's Choice, the Critics' Choice. You know, and we're still a relatively young company, but 
you know, these clients come out of the woodwork. We don't know how they find us. And so it always seems to be the big, if, like if I could put a chart on it, every time we come home from a Brazo event, we get this amazing peak wow. in phone call and, and, and things happen. So life is not just about a bodily healing. It's also about being able to move on with your career. It's about intention. It's the intention you bring. It's what you bring into the room and what you, what you, what you bring with it. Were you a spiritual person prior to this, or did you contemplate spiritual components of life? Um, I have had my own life experiences prior to Brazo to say, yeah, I, was, I would call myself spiritual. It's, it's more of internally. You know, it's hard to define with any, you know, firm, um, you know, I have my own religious beliefs, but they're my own, right. you know, and my, my, made, my biggest belief is the belief that everyone can have their own beliefs. And, and I absolutely love the Brazo experience. Being here on Brazo and being involved in the live stream has just been amazing. And it doesn't interfere with any of your personal beliefs. That's what they're saying. No dogma, no overlap. Not at all. No, this is this is it. It, you know, everyone's welcome, and it, and it really does not, you know, conflict values, conflict beliefs. It, it just adds to them. Beautiful. Thank you very much for sharing your story. Do you want to say what your industry is so people can? Go yeah, our, our company is called Absolute Absolute Live Productions, out of Burbank, California. Uh, my email would be dave.absolute at gmail.com. We are we love doing live streams. We've got some wonderful things coming up and if anyone needs a live streaming service to get their word out there we'd love to uh would love to help them as well so why not folks here you got the, you've heard it here <laughs> thank you very much david yeah, i appreciate it. It. appreciate it let's see this person sir have you experienced brazo already today no you haven't why are you here i don't know, you don't know. How, who brought you here uh my wife found out about it and um, I'm open to see what, what I will experience. Very cute little person next to you there. Well, we're just doing it. We're really just talking to people about why they're here, what they're hoping to experience, or what they have already experienced. How did you hear about Brazo? Uh, a coworker. What did the coworker and tell then, you? Then um, I, I, we looked it up on the internet, and we found out that he's a healer, and um, you know we can use some healing at so many levels. Okay, so you've come here with the intention of let's heal, yeah. let's be healed. Many people in your life need healing or specific? I think we all do at so many levels, you know. Where are you from? Where's your accent? I'm from uh, Romania. Romania. Had you, and Bratso is just a, a name, a, just a healer to you. No no one, so, and and you don't know anybody that's ever been healed or experienced Bratso. Here we are, someone completely a neophyte in the whole process of it. So would you come out afterward, after you experience and let me know what it's like for you? Sure. I'd love to talk to you later then, too. Yeah. I think uh, he's an answer to my prayers. I, you know, we attract in our life what we need at certain points in life. So this is, I'm at crossroads right now in my life, so I know I need, I need him. That's why I'm here. <laughs> okay, great. You know it. Yeah. You know what? Okay, thank you. Your name is? Your first name? Nita. Nita, what is your story with Brazzo? I didn't know much about Brazzo, except a friend told me about him. And uh, five days later, he was in Seattle. 
so that, that was all the information I had was a little bit of a, uh, explanation from my girlfriend. went to see him. I found out that day that he was in Seattle, so I had like an hour to get there to the first session. I jumped out of my house and drove, and uh, it was in person, so that was my first exposure was, a, was a seeing him in person, and I had a healing um, happening. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't have any preconceived notions of any kind. Uh, I, w- I have a um, leg that needed uh, healing because of surgery that was in pain because the metal had moved in my um, leg that was put there from a break. And I was in constant pain in my hamstring. And that what happened is a whole bunch of really hot energy, very heated feeling energy went down my leg. It got very intense. So it felt like it would hurt was hurting. Um, I also... This was my intention, actually, before he came out on stage, was to have that healing in my leg and also my stomach. And I felt that same heated energy, but it wasn't painful in my my intestines, stomach area. Um, it lasted the whole time he was on stage. When he left the stage, it became, it died down and just, there wasn't any sensation, but I had no more pain, and it's never come back. I've had no more pain in my intestines either. And that was over a year ago, because that was in Seattle. And so did you go to the doctor and say, something's happened to this plate? Do you check it out, take an x-ray? I don't have health insurance, so no. Don't waste your money. (laughs) If it doesn't hurt, it's good. It's just interesting to hear when it's verified. And and, uh, not, not that it matters to be verified by a medical doctor for your personal experience, but for those of us that need to understand the healing process and walk in skepticism, we need to know. We're, 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 this is a change in life. I am a m- massage therapist. Here we go. <laughs> work with physical therapists, and so this was a muscle problem. So I'm pretty familiar with what goes on in kinesiology, and it made a huge difference. There is no more pulling that was happening on the hamstring after that because the plate had moved, the hamstring was being pulled, and it wasn't happening after that. I can't give you the medical description of what was going on in my intestines other than I think they were inflamed and that that was the pain and I don't feel that anymore either yeah uh, there was a healer in the previous gazing and she said that she, that her healing uh, ability when she massages has increased each time she comes here to marinate with what's your experience along those lines well that has become my intention actually when I go in, in, online to do the gazing sessions that's my intention is to have that energy be more pronounced when I do massage so that there's more healing that happens. And I, I feel it, and I think my clients feel it, but I haven't actually taken the time to say, now, do you feel any difference now from before, say, this time? So I'm not really sure. But you, but you feel the process. And you have a friend here with you. And do you have an experience with Brazo, or have you ever been here with Brazo before? Well, I haven't seen Brazo live. But I have uh, seen three live streams and one direct gaze. And any experiences that you would want to share? Well, I felt very calm afterwards. Uh, I didn't have any expectations. I don't know if anything happened or didn't happen. I really don't care. (laughs) Really? Tell us why you don't care. That's an interesting point of view. Because uh, 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 I'm open. And uh, I don't want to care one way or the other and make a judgment about it. What I want to do is be open to whatever I can receive. And just being able to enjoy myself. I feel that for my understanding right now, 
is that it is my intention and Bratzos from just from the gazing seems to me to be a mirror for me to open up to my own healing with inside myself that he isn't actually giving me something but he's providing a channel for me to open up to what I need and I don't know in my head what I need but I know my body and my heart and my spirit knows what it needs so that's how I want to approach this today it's just to be open to receive the gift that he has to offer so I can accept the gift that myself wants to give to me. That is beautiful. And I do realize there's so many people with different uh, spiritual beliefs or perspectives um, that that seem to have complete freedom to hold to whatever they believe and then move forward with Brazzo. What are you thinking about that? Um, I agree. I Because I've found that you're intuition or the part of you that is able to listen to what your heart's wanting to say becomes clearer and clearer when with this exposure to Brazzo's gift I think that that happens more and more another thing that happened that I wanted to mention is I was uh, doing a live gazing when my mother was having a stroke and I did not know that she was having a stroke I had her picture pinned on my shirt during the gazing and I did three of them in a row and then I discovered later that it, probably about four hours later that she had had a stroke and she was taken to the hospital. I went to see her and she was doing really well. Oh, that's startling. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Uh, and she's recovered so, she's leaving the hospital today. She's recovered incredibly well. She doesn't need anything but outpatient therapy to recover some of her lost speech and uh, movement in one hand. And did you tell her that you were uh, holding her in the the Brazzo energy, as some people say, uh, today? And because you have the picture with you today and before, did you tell her? I didn't tell her before she had the stroke because it, the first gazing session was at 8 a.m. and I didn't have a chance to. But I did tell her after, and I did tell her that I'm doing that today too. And um, I did it yesterday in the morning also. So I'm hoping that that this is definitely being felt by her. Is she going to do live ga- live streaming or live gazing? She's not able to. She's 81 and she doesn't have a computer and yeah. It's all it doesn't matter, doesn't. Yeah. That's what you're saying. It doesn't matter. Okay. So if you after you go in, you're going to go into this next session. If you feel like coming over and letting me know what it was like, I would love to hear your post Brazo gazing. I'm very excited cuz this is my second time to see him live. So yeah. I'm very happy to do this. Thank you. It's like walking in a midst of love. <laughs> One thing that encouraged me is I have friends in Seattle, friends in Southern California, and friends in Denver who have all seen Bronzo live. And they've all talked to me about it. And, in fact, they were so encouraged for me to come and see him that they actually paid for my plane fare to come to Los Angeles to be able to see Bronzo. Where are you from? Santa Cruz. Not too far. It's still great, yeah. And why, why, why were you? Just what? what? He, I think he's planning on it, actually. But, but why did they send you? What are they hoping for you? I think they just know that I'm open to healing and have had wonderful experiences with that. And they, there's just love between us. And whenever love and kindness and gratitude are shared, it's a wonderful thing. And if that's what Bratzo's offering, I would love to receive it. Sounds like you've already received it from your friends. What a wonderful gesture that they've helped you out with that. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, I think I'm here like uh, a couple times. I don't remember how many times, but uh, yeah, the experience is, uh, is, you know, it's wonderful. It's a miracle. 
Um, uh, care to share your story? Yeah, sure. The, um, the last time when we, we came and we was here in the same place, I was holding my, uh, my house picture and my kids, my husband. And then uh, the first section, you know, when we was there, my house was getting uh, burned. And then uh, my kids was inside. And then my husband um, went through and he found out that the house was burning. You know, and he cut out that. So I, that's really, I was thinking that was the miracle, you know, from... Brad. That happened when you were here? Yeah, yeah, I was here holding the picture, you know, my husband, my kids, and that was the, the first section. Yeah. Wow, powerful. And she told you that story. What did you think? Yeah, what I was thinking was a uh, miracle, you know, because, like she says, I'm in the house with my daughters, and, you know, she never knows what's going on there, but she got the picture, you know, when she comes and she breaks us all, it's going to be a miracle. That's wonderful. Hi, hi. I've been visiting Boston and Wooden Hills for my fourth time, and I love his energy. And through that, I became a Ricky. I work with Ricky Energy, and I came today to have him infuse my own energy. Beautiful. With him, I don't usually get it in the room. I get it a day later, and I get headaches and everything gets all shooken up, all the chakras and everything are stirred up, and then I get what I'm, I always get what I'm supposed to get, I always receive them, and my cat, she could be sleeping under her covers, and I put them on live stream, and she always jumps out of me. I have stirred stories, I tried that with my cats, it didn't work, they just walked away. <laughs> and my cat is, she sleeps with a brothel cover under her bed because Beth says she would die eight months ago and she's running around she's still alive so that's a beautiful story any other story uh, no that's a beautiful there'll be many more that's beautiful now as a as a Reiki healer because that's what you do do you do that for other people as well I'm going for my masters in May so I do it now for my animals and other people so have you noticed a shift in your own Reiki energy what's it like Oh, whole shift in my personality. I'm not the same. No, I'm what was your personality? A little cocky. <laughs> a little sassy. <laughs> That's a nice edge. And what is it now? Uh, very perceptive, very intuitive, extremely intuitive. So, Like the third eye has opened. Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you remember what that experience was like when your third eye opened? Well, so I've been studying. I've meditating for 20 years, so I don't know. You know, it's just that with the reiki and the attunement, that's when I started expanding. My energy expands. And I'm very cautious of very of what I say to people and how I say it, and just in general conversation. Thoughtful about the impact it's going to have. Wow. Thank you. Thank you very much. Anybody else like to say something? We did, Lori. Hi, Lori. We did live streaming at home. And once when I did it, we did it a few times, um, the air, I mean, not around the air, brought on the screen, but actually the air in the room where we were viewing from, I could see it turning pure white while he was working. Mm -hmm. And the first time I saw him on the screen, I just burst into tears about all the pain and suffering in the world and this man bringing so much compassion, you know, to lighten everything up for people. 
and um, the day after we did the first live streaming, I woke up and I literally felt that there were extra chambers on top of my head that he had opened up for chakras. And I had a, a seven chakra meditation, you know, that I've now extended to a nine me chakra meditation. I can feel the energy up there, and it's um, mm -hmm. it's really beautiful. We went to a live streaming this morning, and I felt, you know, very intensely something on the left side of my head, and I was being told that. Um, I had only been seeing things from one side, that's sort of what, and I didn't know what it meant, and then I got back on the line for the next session, and a woman just, a stranger started talking, she started talking about her own, she says, my, my right brain is overactive, and I realized he was talking about creative work, and I'm doing a huge creative project that I wasn't even thinking about when we did the session this morning, and I realized that just... I just go wildly creative. It's not necessarily very organized, so I don't have the right brain and the left brain aren't that well integrated. And it's like I was giving you all these subtle messages to correct dysfunctions that I wasn't even thinking of consciously. And it's so, it's just such a profound light energy. You know, you can almost see the air shimmer, you know, when he gets on stage. And were you also doing the live streaming with her this morning? Yeah. So what's it like for you? It's a unique experience in terms of. Uh, I've been for some period of time my own worst enemy, and Brazo is sort of just sending all that light through, even though I'm still resisting it all. But <laughs> it's the nature of resistance. It's a horrible disease. It's hard to get rid of. But you know. You think Brazo's going to be able to crack it with you? Stay with you, not for you. I, I certainly <laughs> hope so, because you know, aware of everything going on in this world, has been a little bit too much for me these days. And I'd like to see it healed. I'd like to, in any way possible, I'd like to see it healed. And not just me, but the whole world. So you're carrying the world in there with you, is that right? Yeah, I'm watching the world fall apart. And I'm hoping that it gets reconstructed in a good way. Because right now, the way it is, is very sad. And I'm not speaking just of this particular person. I'm speaking about what is going on. Understand. Wow, beautiful. Yes. Because uh, I, I think this will be you know, maybe bring some more hope or relief from despair from other people. I've always I've felt very strongly since I watched live streaming that he can really um, connect people with their, you know, deceased loved ones. And I realized that he came from a very war-torn part of the world, like Croatia, which is around, you know, Serbia and East European countries, where there's tremendous war and tremendous loss and tremendous suffering. And um, shortly after the live streaming, I felt, you know, because I have spirits come to me sometime from the other side, um, my first cousin from childhood, and he was actually, he was a very prominent psychiatrist, and my mother's side of the family was just like completely crazy, there was a lot of manic depression and everything, and I never turned to this person, but, um, you know, he was like the one person that probably would have been really helpful for me in dealing with, you know, some of my own deranged relatives, <laughs> and suddenly he appeared in my consciousness, and... I thought, oh, you know, is he still in New York? I should contact him. I said, no, this is silly. You know, I'm like talking to a spirit. So I Googled him, and I looked him up on the Internet, and it turned out that the anniversary, anniversary of his death, unbeknownst to me, because I didn't even know if he was still alive, was um, today, the day I was going to meet Brasso. So I feel really strongly that his spirit is with me, and there's some help for him. Have you ever seen him in person? Um, it's someone I hadn't seen for 30 years. No, I mean, have you seen Brasso before in live? Oh, not live. No, but the first time we came to see him live it was the um the death anniversary of you know of my cousin whom i have and you know he just came to me so vividly i said there must be a reason for this so 
so I, I had to look up on the internet because I didn't know if he was still alive or, or he had deceased. And his death anniversary, you know, which I feel is like is like the birth of someone into another plane. I feel strongly about death anniversaries. So wow. I really feel he does things for people who have, you know, have they've lost people and they feel like it's a permanent loss. I I feel he can work with that and get people reconnected in spirit where they belong. And I just feel really strong it could be a very great blessing for people who are in despair for that. I hope you have a wonderful experience in there. I'm going to be at the table right outside the door, so come and let me know, okay, when you're done. Would you like to share your story about Brussels? What's your story? She's in the middle of chewing that last bite. She must tell her story. She's intent. (laughs) And she's waiting in the line with about, I'd say about 15 other people for the next viewing. And tell me what your story is, Maria. Well, my history, I have a friend. His, his name is Liz Schwer. He invites me all the time to the um, reunions. And then I've been in San Diego. I've been here three times. So the last time I came, I asked Braco help me because uh, I lost the house. And I don't know, I don't know where I should go. And so I came and said, Braco, please, please help me. Give me my home. I need a home. And I have a home. Since when? Yeah. Uh, Since uh, two months. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Two months. And uh, uh, I have a friend, good friend. She's gonna build uh, uh, a room. Add add the room from her house, and I'm gonna live there. Yeah, it's give uh, me your own space, your own place, best. with your friends. Yeah, thank you. And today, what do you hope to experience as you go through the Brazo Grace gazing? I want to say thank you, thank you for everything. And uh, I will ask more things this morning or this afternoon. Yes, he's a great man. I believe it. Well, why are you back? Well, to be honest, I was skeptical at first, right? Like a lot of people. And um, about what is he? He gazes at people, right? It's weird. Very, very bizarre, right? But now I understand why. It's won't help a lot of people instead of doing hands-on, right? So uh, I, after the first session, I was convinced. I mean, it's just a lot of things opened up for me um, energetically and in my life, and I, I knew it was Brazo, so I know he's incredibly powerful. What, can you share what opened up with you? Um, yeah, some things with my finances, but it was more of like a, a shift in my consciousness where that is concerned. Like things just got easier with that. You know, to think about, um, I mean, I've always had, and he just made it, like, okay and natural and just to keep going on that path. And he just really seems to be like a friend to people as well, you know, just like a support system, a major support system. How long ago did you come and see Brazza? The last time he was here. Here in L.A., in Woodland Hills. Exactly, and I've been waiting and waiting. I'm like, oh, my God, he's coming again. I, I have to go. You know? Do you need the live gazing? No, not yet. Not yet. I'm just getting into the whole But you'll really enjoy those. Well, well, thanks for sharing your story. And if you have a story afterward, let me know. Does anybody want to share a story about Brazo? Yes. yes. <laughs> 
I came for the first time last June, and I was diagnosed with endometrial cancer, and I hadn't had my surgery. I was waiting for my surgery and just praying that everything would be very simple and no follow-up. And actually, I felt this huge white cloud come towards me while I was doing the viewing. And it just was a mist that enveloped me. And afterwards, I had less anxiety. I felt everything was going to go fine, and it actually did. I needed no further treatment. They got the whole cancer. It was very, very early, and it was just like an amazing relief. Wow, what a story. The cloud coming towards me was amazing. What did it look like? It was very white. It was like a white mist coming from him. In, in the room? It was. I was pretty close to the front. I was the second row. Um, somebody got me into the second row. Nice. Yeah, and it was just enveloping from him, but it felt like it was coming towards me, but I, I wasn't looking around the rest of the room. What an amazing story. Well, what are you hoping for this gazing? Um, continued health. God bless you. Wonderful. Would you like to tell a story? Have you been here before? First day. Why would you come? A friend of ours invited us, actually. The story of your friend. She's a healer. And her healer gets healed by him. Really? And, and did they have experiences that you just had to test out? No, it's her first time as well, but her healer recommended it because she's healed by him many times. Wow. What do you think you're going to experience? Don't know, but I'm excited. Well, I'd like to share my very first Bratzo story. Um, came my wife, my wife invited me, and I was a, a true skeptic of all skeptics. And uh, so I went to the first gazing. It was in, a, uh, in Maui in Haiku. And so I went and, you know, watched and everything, and I, I really felt like something was really coming inside me, and I saw the kind of a sparkly thing. And uh, so I, I left, and I, I don't really remember exactly leaving the room, but I was, I was in a, a line of women, and I'm looking at the, the woman's hair in front of me. I'm like, her hair is so beautiful. Everybody is so beautiful, and everything was so crystally clear. And I was looking in a mirror, and, and there was two sinks, and there was women in front of me and women behind me. And all of a sudden, this woman taps me on the shoulder, and she goes, Sir, did you know you're in the woman's bathroom? And I said, Oh, my goodness. And so I said, Thank you very much. And I said, after that, I said, I'm not a skeptic anymore. There is definitely something to this. You were completely out of it, completely phased out of it. I was, I was just in a state of just, just happiness, and I was just so appreciative of everybody around me and just felt a true love inside. That's beautiful. What, an, what a fun story. What a humorously fun story. Thank you so much. Enjoy your gazing. Well, I, in the 90s, wrote three books about angels. That's, what were they? The Angel Book, A Handbook for Aspiring Angel, Angel Voices and Angel Encounters, True Stories of Divine Intervention. And it was a very beautiful kind of a guided time for me, and the whole thing was magnificent. But I've spoken to maybe a hundred people who have angel stories, and I never saw an angel. That sucks. <laughs> I have angel stories, but I never saw one. And when I first saw Brasso, boom, I felt like I was seeing an angel. What did it look like to you? He was just a pure being of light. 
That's what he is. That's all I ever see. And I, and I have an experience always that he knows me, that he knows my name, that I know him. There's always a moment of very intense connection, like we're dear, dear old friends. And then whammo, all sorts of wonderful things happen. Emotionally, spiritually, um, I don't know, areas that I've worked on start uh, arising, um, you know, emotional conflicts, if I have any from the past, my childhood, etc. Things just sort of move up and out, and I, I sometimes weep through the sessions or shake through sessions or laugh through sessions. It's very um, waterfallish. Energy just flies through me. And uh, it's always really fun. And I seem to have seen him in five different places without trying to. He's just in the right spot. He happens to be there. Wow. And I I don't even know what um, to call the relationship. He's not my guru. But I love to see him. Wow, that's a great story. You obviously have had a long history of following some sort of spiritual orientation or at least exploring it. So how do you how do you put this in the sequence of everything you've ever explored? Well, I mean, I've spent decades in doing meditations and various techniques, and I've been to India four times, and I've been around people who are enlightened and free, and there are not many, unlike popular opinion. <laughs> And um, for me, it's a complete, uh, it's just a complete experience to see him without any words. <clears throat> it's just all there. And if someone like me, someone who's seeking enlightenment, let's say, it's there. If someone's seeking some sort of miracle, it's there. And our, my openness determines. And there have been times when I've seen him for a whole day, you know, on various sessions, and I just get full. I know I can't take in one more drop of energy, and I just, you know, leave for a while until, and maybe I don't come back. But usually now, after that happened a few times, um, I don't block it and things just keep passing. Do you think you're right about this experience? What do you mean? Do you think you're right a book about these experiences you're having? No, but my uh, no, I don't. I don't have any feeling about writing a book about that. But I am writing a book full of lots of experiences, and I guess I will probably mention this one. I mean, I don't feel like I have any role with regard to Brasso. To, I mean, although I'm sharing right now, so maybe some people will hear this. That's cool. Yo quiero decir que muchas, muchas, muchas gracias. You, you have been here before with Brazo. I love antes, y siento que cada vez me encuentro más, más, más y más, y que puedo poquito a poco siento que voy a poder compartir más y más. Gracias, gracias. What's your first name? I'm Patrice. Patrice, what of your story do you want to share? I really. I guess it's my story that I just shared earlier about the live streaming. And I'm so grateful, first of all, to Brazzo and to the woman who shared at the time in Hawaii about her concussion. She called it a broken brain. And I listened to her 
share. And what was really powerful for me was I wasn't expecting anything from her sharing. I just was listening to the share after the live streaming in my part. And, and what happened was I physically experienced what she was talking about because I had had a concussion when I was 21. And I'm 67 now, so that's a long time ago. And I didn't realize it that I, all of a sudden my, it felt like bones were shifting in my face and my head and breathing was easier and clean, like a clean breath. And I wasn't even aware that I needed it. That's like, it wasn't like, oh, I really need to have something happen. No, it just occurred. And it was like all too she went for two years, 40-something times to Brasso, and she never really got complete, like, walk-on-water moments, and she just kept going, and I was so shocked, it, and it felt like I got all that energy from her that Brasso gave her, and and it continued. I went in the last lot and then the next live streaming with Brazzo was like his energy, the energy coming through, I don't know, whatever, it just kept going. And my shoulders and my neck in the back, all the way down to the bottom of my foot on the left side. And it was just amazing and it just continues to go on and on and on. And there was like some pain and and then after a week, it, I mean, you know, it just continued after that. And, but I wrote it up the next morning early. I wrote it on the Facebook page, Brazzo. And I wanted to share. And uh, I was standing for the straight-to-camera gaze, live stream gaze from Brazzo, waiting for it. And... Jane was introducing Brasso and talking about Brasso, and she had her cell phone, and she said, and you know, I'm going to start bringing the live streaming audience in, and she, like, started to say, so I had this posting from the Facebook, and she, like, said, Patrice sent this in. to be standing there and have her connect me into this in a, such a deep way that all of a sudden it's like my name was said right then and there in Hawaii <laughs> and I'm in Pasadena, California and I melted more and more and it just continues to be that and now I can't tell you how grateful I am Abrazzo that doesn't bring some shifts and changes. I mean, reading the book, um, DVDs, and I use the covers, and I have pictures, and I and I put the covers on the pictures, and I sleep with the cover of a DVD. I put my cover, 
I take my DVDs and put them in a separate container, so there are lots of stories of healing through this. Yeah. Yes. And uh, I sleep with a, a DVD cover. It's regulated my sleep patterns. And my son's face, I have it. Beautiful star. I know. And it's given me strength in my lungs. And uh, I'm just so, I mean, I can say thank you to all, to all that has a part in this. And I consider it like a blessed lifetime. Wow. And I'm so grateful. Thank you. Thank you for sharing, Patricia. We'll see. Patrice. 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 My honor to hear your story again. Thank you. What's your first name? Janice. What would you like to share? Well, a piece of magic, maybe. (laughs) One of the pieces of magic was when... uh, This is my second time to come to see him. And the last time was probably maybe a year ago uh, when he was here in L.A., here at the Marriott. Yes. And I had come... I think I, I think I had signed up for two sessions. And I... I left after the two sessions, and I had seen that they had the water for sale. I don't know if they have it for sale this time, but before they had the water for sale that had the star symbol on the water, and I got in my I had parked some distance away. I didn't park at the hotel. I parked on the street, and I was a few blocks away, and I got to my car, and something said, go back and get some water, and it's like, Really? You want me to walk all the way back there to get some water? Yes. Go back and get some water. And so I said, okay, I'll go back and get some water. And I hadn't brought much cash with me, but I looked at my purse, and it's like I had 8 or $9 or something like that. Okay, I'll go get that much water. So I'm walking back. As I'm, as I'm walking down the sidewalk, Broxo is walking towards me. He was on a break. Wow. And I didn't say anything, and I didn't really stop because I felt that I wanted to give him the respect of his time to be. But he hesitated when he got right up to me, and I hesitated, and he gazed at me for a few minutes, and it was wonderful. What did it feel like? It just felt like another place in time. Wow. Really beautiful and really listen. What wonderful water you received! I did go back and get the water. Yeah, my twin sister was here in June at this hotel when Brazo came and trying to decide if they were ready to have one more child. They already had four, and they weren't sure, and they decided to kind of leave it in Brazo's hands. And lo and behold, they got pregnant that night in this hotel. So last night, I arrived at this hotel. And there was this double rainbow all of a sudden, and then I got a phone call that the baby was born. So he was born when Bratzo arrived at his hotel, and he was conceived from me was at this hotel. And um, and they were listening to Bratzo's music in labor, and her husband was live streaming when she was in labor, and everything went great. So somehow this child is connected with Bratzo, and I'm happy to be here during this time. What a great story. What's your first name? Kelda. That's her story. That's great. And is, have you been doing this all day today? Um, I just started. This is my first one for the day. Yeah. Yesterday was my first experience. I streamed. My girlfriend called me over, and she's like, 
come here in 15 minutes. And I'm like, what am I doing? She goes, don't ask, just show up. I showed up, and I've been carrying this anger about my country and the politics and Monsanto and all of that, and I have not had any relief. And yesterday, we did three streamings. I stared in the computer, and I went home, and I was in a state of bliss, and I still have I've just like been able to take that angst. What a relief. The relief. I don't know if it's moment. I don't care, but right now I'm back, and he's... Welcome back. Is this your first time ever seeing him in person? Yes, I can't wait. Oh, wow. I hope he stares at me more than anyone. <laughs> first name? Mary. Hi. Hi. Um, okay, so I'll tell you two little things of my first. So um, a friend of I was at Agape service when I first, um, and a couple of friends of mine showed up that I didn't expect, and they're like, oh, we're going to see Brasso. He's a gazer, and I'm an energy worker and a healer, and I was like. Oh, you were? Yeah, I mean, I am. And I was like, mm, yeah, I'm not gonna, no, not another thing, I, you know. And but anyway, so Michael Beckwith brought Brasso up on stage at the end of I heard about service, and um, so we did that, and then we went to lunch, and I felt so different. When I went to lunch, I felt so grounded in a different way. I decided, you know what, I'm gonna come back in the afternoon and do another session with him. So I did, and a friend of mine was about to lose his property, which is his entire life um, investment um, in a foreign country. The bank was going to overtake, uh, take over the community where this property was. He was going to lose the entire thing. And I felt so bad for him, and I prayed so hard um, while Braza was gazing. And two hours later, he uh, found out from his lawyer, called him, and he still has his property, and he's one of the only people that um, somehow managed to keep his property. I consider that amazing. So. What do you want for yourself today? Oh, I mean, just think about it. Uh, I'm not sure how to language it, but I think um, I'm very, because I'm an energy worker, I'm really, um, I would say, and I'm an actor. I've become so sensitive to energy. I think my main thing is to um, to really command my own energy field so that I can be less um, open to information <laughs> at times and also stay senior in my space um, energetically so that I can navigate my life a little bit with uh, with more clarity and power. So. Comfort, it sounds like. Yeah, it's very uncomfortable and overwhelming at times. And it's hard as an actor, too, because the milieu, for the most part, is pretty low level of consciousness. And I don't mean that in an arrogant way. I understand. I just mean it, it has a tendency to kind of be high school. Not all of it, but a lot. Drama. Yeah, a lot of drama. And so, an ego. So, whatever. I need to be really strong because I get serious challenges and it's not just on a you know exchange level on the surface it we're talking when you become sensitive to energy there you are sensitive to a lot of other games going on that can be a little off-putting that's all for those of you who are listening to your interviews after you have given them i thank you for participating and sharing the magic of the healing of Ratsa. And this is Dr. Carol Francis signing off on her radio show, but I will continue to be recording. And bless all of you. I hope the Brazo energy extends to you through this means and effort. The best of care and love to you.
With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.